This podcast is intended for advisors and staff at the cooperators. The views and opinions expressed are those of the subjects and do not necessarily reflect the official position of the cooperators. Before we start this podcast, we want to say our thoughts are with our Alberta advisors who lost one of their own in early July. Dick Richards was an advisor in Stetler. He will be missed. You are listening to the Advisor Network Podcast, where your fellow advisors share tips, stories, and lessons learned. We call this series, What I Learned During the Pandemic. While it sometimes seems like we've been dealing with COVID-19 for years, it's really only been four months. But those four months will have a major impact on how we do business in both the short and long term. We'll talk to advisors about their experiences since this all started, how they've adapted, and what they've learned about technology, processes, clients, and themselves. Mike Kellerman has been with the cooperators for 38 years, the last 15 as an advisor in Camrose, Alberta. He is very proud of his commercial book. We talked to him about commercial insurance and how COVID-19 has impacted his business. Coming from the claim side and then I was the management side before we became a an advisor, I guess I personally recognize the fact that commercial and in our case, farm and commercial were were absolutely key to having a successful agency and being able to get sort of the growth numbers and the opportunities that you wanted. So we, we knew that coming in. Also having a little bit of a background in the oil and gas, lots of friends in the oil and gas business, um, us being in a farm town. So it was an easy transition. It was something that you knew. It was something that we were able to uh, to talk to clients, you know, in the right vocabulary and language with, right? And have an instant affinity and an understanding. So we got onto the oil and gas pretty vigorously. And uh, obviously, we've been through a lot of ups and downs with that stuff uh, over the years. But right now, I mean, on the oil and gas side, you got guys who are either super, super busy or you've got guys who aren't working. So it's it's a little feast or famine going on there right now. Similarly, we've been looking at what are our opportunities on the commercial side with our with all of our farm business. Because there's there's lots of what we call commercial ag stuff out there. So whether it's a welding shop or whether it's uh maybe the guy's got a tire shop or maybe he's building manufacturing, God only knows what. Um we know that those opportunities are out there. You just have to look for them. And we've been targeting these these larger commercial farms that we know also have a separate commercial uh, exposure to them. So we're kind of getting the best of both worlds there. And we've been doing that for about eight years now. And, and it, it just continues to get bigger and bigger and better every year. As you say, you, you've you've had some success in a couple of industries that do fluctuate a lot. There's a there's a lot of uh, changes happening there all the time, uh, and then COVID hits. So so now what what does that mean for our commercial product and 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 how you're approaching clients? Well, COVID smacked us all right in the head, right? It it, 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 it we all took one right in the forehead with that one. And what now? So we're closed or sort of closed, sort of open. Uh, obviously in the restaurant thing, they're all closed. We continue to obviously stay in touch with our clients, do our renewals, do our reviews. And in some cases the review was, 
well, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm shut down. Like, what can we do? You know, and these guys were all looking for a bone, Brad. Yeah. Like, you know, they didn't expect that you're going to refund them all their insurance money back, but we had to find them a bone somehow. And those are the guys who are shut right down and, and done. But on the other side, uh, especially in Alberta, I mean, our contractors were all still working and they were going. Uh, contractors is a preferred class and you go and get the right contractors. Some of these guys are absolutely huge, um, still busy, still going, and opportunities were still out there. So uh, even though COVID hit and even though organizationally we made a decision that we weren't going to be focusing on any net new commercial when you've got an agency that's been around and you've been chasing, you know, commercial all the time, you've got probably easily 20 guys that you need to be talking to during that time that we were work from home and not able to do stuff and guys wanted to do business. So we had to find a way to accomplish that and uh, keep everyone safe and then find a way to get the business written. <laughs> So, so that's uh, that's some real hoops to jump through, then, Mike. So, what was what was your approach with those people that you were you were already having conversations with, and and you'd invested time in? In every single case of ours, these guys were all working and operating. If it fit what we wanted uh, organizationally and what the commercial product guys were saying, we were okay with. Then it was a little bit more difficult because everyone's working from home now. Your underwriters are working from home. It's a little bit of a different cat. So we have to understand that patience, kindness, <laughs> you know, all those important things are going to come into play. And at the same time, you had to look at that piece of business and say, you know, what are the impacts of COVID on this guy's business? We kind of use the scale. Is it high or is it low? If it's low, then obviously this is something that we can go after and when we can be good with. And when I say low, it could be the guy could be a painting contractor. I mean, I had my whole office painted while we were shut down. I had a bunch of work done in there because why not? We're closed. Perfect time. These guys can go in, they social distance, do their thing. Um, you know, you look for the opportunities. You try to recognize COVID high, low. And if it was low and organizationally we had appetite, off you went. What are the kinds of risks that you would talk to your existing clients about um, when you were talking to them? What, what were the things that you wanted to know and what were the things they wanted to know? Well, so I, I think there's a little bit of a gap in everyone's understanding and big picture reality of what, like what is this COVID thing? What's, what's our exposure here? If you think about it and say your client isn't doing all the things that they can be or should be doing, uh, you know, so following all the provincial health guidelines, doing all the good stuff, then there's a chance someone gets a COVID. I mean, listen, you could be liable, they could be suing you, and we would be defending and, and doing something on this, right? Like, we don't know, but the with the volume of the COVID going on out there and what's happening, I, li I like to call it, it, it could be the new slip and fall. Could be an awful lot of that going around. Yeah, and we just don't know because, listen, this, this is our first pandemic. Hopefully the last one that we see, right? <laughs> and that there's still a lot of talk. I, I follow a lot of different uh, industry publications and, and that kind of stuff. And all over Europe and the States, I mean, they're, they're still talking about the business interruption piece. 
Um, there's huge class action lawsuits even across Canada on that one. Um, I think we're named actually in a couple. We don't know. We're going to defend it because that's certainly not what we were intending to provide that coverage for. But we're going to have to go through this. What's your exposure as a business if someone comes in and your staff is, you know, maybe they came in with a runny nose and they didn't pay enough attention to that stuff. And, uh, and someone caught it. It gets traced back to you. Holy moly, what's going to happen? We don't know. Yeah, this is kind of the first time around for everybody. So, so what does giving advice look like in the COVID world? Your clients are looking to you as being as close to an expert as they can find. Uh, so so what, what does that advice look like? Well, I guess really there's two things. We're really not an expert in so far as we have, a, you know, we have a foolproof, here's what you do uh, from a, um, a risk management standpoint other than if these are the health guidelines and this is what you got to do, then that's what you do. That's at least the minimum that you do. So if they're saying you need to be social distance and we need uh, personal protective barriers and hand washing stations and this, that and everything else, and what else can you do to minimize that impact? And if you, you know if, if you've got to give a pen to your client to sign something, keep the pen, pal. Right. So go buy some pens. You got lots of pens to give out to your clients. I think the other thing that we really found out through all of this is how effective some of our web-based apps and that kind of stuff is. So we have online services. Now, we've all been working with our clients to get them on online services and do some stuff, but at no other time did it become more apparent what a hugely useful tool this can be to help our clients manage their stuff, stay on top of it, apply for their refund, get their pink cards out because we can't have them come to the office for pink cards because we're not there. You know, so what does our conversation look like? The conversation is a lot like do it slow, open properly, follow the protocols. And, uh, and if you think that you've got any type of exposure whatsoever or that you've been compromised, shut it down, talk to your authorities, do what you got to do, and then go forward, right? Do you think you've got you may have a little more credibility with some of your clients um, who, who, I mean, we've, we, we all know people who've been poo-pooing this saying, Oh, it's an overreaction and, and that sort of thing. But, but you've got a different perspective on this. And do you think that holds, holds water with some of your clients? Well, we do have a different perspective because we don't know what the liability is. And we've always been about protecting, I mean, listen, financial security for Canadians, right? That's us. Mm -hmm. So, we need to be wary of it, be cognizant of it. And what I personally think about how overblown things are or whatever, that doesn't enter into the equation. You got, you've got a business, you want to open it properly, you want to do it properly, you want to minimize your financial exposure, you want to minimize any chances of a lawsuit, this and that. That's what you got to do. So I understand there's a new commercial questionnaire. Why is that such an important tool for advisors? Again, we need to know on the scale, is this high, is it low? We need to know that this, that this individual is taking it seriously. If they're not going to take it seriously and they're just not, not going to pay attention to whatever the health guidelines are, they put themselves at risk, they put us at risk financially, they put their, uh, their staff and their clients at risk, 
if you can't follow those rules to keep everyone safe, then maybe we don't want to be doing business with these guys, all right? So I think it's just a good gauge for us to understand what their level of understanding is, what their responsibilities are, and for us to start the conversation. I think we, we already have a sense that we have some advisors who may be a little intimidated by commercial. They feel that it's, it's complicated. And this is just one more complication. What, what, would, what would you say to them in, in how they might approach commercial insurance in, in these times? I, I look at everything in terms of you have a business and your business needs to grow. Okay. If you're a little uh, corner store and all you're going to sell is nickel and dime stuff, how, how much can your business grow? Not very much. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be limited pretty fast. But if all of a sudden now you're selling barbecues and other items that have got some room for them in there and you can make some money at it, well, your business is going to grow substantially after that. Now, yeah, you have to have a little higher uh, level of understanding to sell, you know, the barbecues and whatever else. And commercials the same way. You need to just understand what your client does and then you need to work with the client and with our product teams and underwriting guys to get it done. For most of our advisors, I'm going to say for you know probably 95% of them, other than the really new guys, it's an absolute staple. It's something that, they, that we all need to move towards and do. It's where all the opportunity is. So if you want to have any kind of growth at all, that's where you got to go. And I, I interchange farm with commercial um, because we have the opportunity to do both. There are lots of agencies like that across the country. And there are some where there's no farm, so it's all commercial. That's okay too, but it's, it's, your, it's where your opportunity lies. So, so, Mike, I know you don't represent corporate. However, <laughs> you probably have a really good sense of, of where we're going as a result of COVID. And, and why? What, what are your thoughts around that with, with respect to commercial insurance? Well, with, again, with respect to commercial insurance, I think we're just starting to get a handle on maybe what our, what our exposure is. And when I say exposure, I'm talking about our, our exposure of our capital and, and that kind of stuff. So we've had enough time to look at it, and we've probably got a lot of legal opinions on the whole darn thing, and we're probably feeling pretty comfortable. But that said... There's still some areas of the economy that we don't want to touch. So my heart goes out to anyone who lost uh, a senior parent, grandparent, something in some of these senior homes. It's an example of how terrible a job we've done as a country and as a society that these companies are multi-million dollar organizations and they just weren't looking after our people. That's not something that we want to get in and, and be insuring because we, listen, the exposure is going to be huge, right? It's going to be huge. Companies are going to be going down. Like, not a good idea. And realistically, those aren't ones that we were doing anyway. So there is lots of opportunity. We do have to just continue to target. So target these preferred classes, target the, the exceptional risks, target, target, target. And make sure that whoever you're talking to, we're going to have a great opportunity to be able to do business with these guys. Hedge your bets. Totally. If your chances of, uh, of getting a piece of business are less than 20%, well, I don't think I'm into that. I want to be doing stuff where I'm at least 50% chance that I'm going to get the business. And if I already have a good relationship with this guy, 
the closing rate just goes up and up and up. Work on the right stuff. So, Mike, we'll, we'll maybe wrap it with this. There, there is certainly uh, a lot of uncertainty in all of our futures right now where the country's opening up, uh, you know, in, in fits and starts. We see what's going on in the States. Uh, so we, we really don't know what the coming months are going to bring. As an advisor, what is your best advice for, for dealing with, with this, this, uh, this time we're in? Well, you really prefaced that well, Brad. Um, uh, there's nothing certain except for the uncertainty that we're going to be looking at. And you're right, it's, um, the world is, uh, uh, well, I have to be careful with my language here, is, uh, <laughs> it's a show. You know, there's, uh, there's, there's different things are happening everywhere in some places you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't touch with a 100-foot pole. What we're doing right now is our reality, and it's not going to change short-term, I can't see anything changing for at least a couple of years. Vaccine, I don't know. They, they've never been able to give us a vaccine for the common cold. So is it going to be a reality that we're going to have to continue doing this to some degree or to the same degree we're doing now? Absolutely. Parts of the country are going to have to reclose again as, as things flare up or whatever. So we're, gonna, we're on a roller coaster, Brad. That's my opinion. We've been preparing for that. We talk about it in our meetings and we say, you know, what we're currently doing is not going to change anytime soon. For more tips from your fellow advisors, please subscribe to the Advisor Network podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future podcasts, please contact me at brad underscore scott at cooperators.ca.